The Pilgrim Life is brought to you by the StarQuest Podcast Network and is made possible by our many generous supporters. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash donate. there and welcome to Pilgrim Life Podcast, where we find the sacred in everyday life. My name is Deborah, and I'm joined by my partner, Sandy. Hi, everyone. Uh, today, we're going to uh, talk about uh, the Camino de Santiago, but also it'll pertain to other pilgrimages uh, because we have a specific uh, question. And I'm going to ask Sandy a question right now to start this, which is, Sandy, have you ever gone with a large group to walk the Camino de Santiago? Um, that kind of depends. Depends, really? Like, what do you... How many people have you walked with before? Like, that you actually physically brought with you and walked the whole way with? Um, largest group is two, both my son and my daughter. But in terms of walking with a group, you know, I've walked with a group of people that I've met on the Camino. Well, but I've, that, never, I've never been responsible for all of them. <laughs> well, and that, I think that's going to be the theme of today's podcast, which is, is it better to walk a pilgrimage like the Camino or like the Chemin de Sanctuaire or like Chamayo, um, some of the other walking pilgrimages um, individually, but solo, or with a few other people or as a large group? Because they each have you know, um, benefits and I think drawbacks. So, you know, uh, how many pilgrimages have you done lately? Uh, lately, none. Lately. Yeah, none. <laughs> lately. Well, let me just say, no, I just, I got back from Spain a little while ago. Um, I went on my very first big group pilgrimage, which I led, um, or helped lead, uh, with, uh, there were 17 of us. So I, it's all 16 of my people that I was responsible for made it back in one piece. I almost didn't make it back in one piece, but that's, that's the breaks, but it was different, a different experience. So I've been on one individual, um, Camino, one with a friend and then one group now. So I have one of each under my belt. Lucky you, I think. I think. Yeah. So let's see, you've mostly done either solo or with one other person or two other people or three other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, right. you- and honestly, you know, I don't know what the experience is with a large group, you know, where you're, like, responsible for them. Um, you know, I've been with large groups, you know, people that I have met on the Camino and other pilgrimages, you know, but the nice thing about that is that you can break away or you can stay behind or you can, you know, move faster, knowing that, you know, you're going to meet, you know, your group you know, later on at another town, you know, but not really walking an entire stage, you you know, stage after stage, day after day with the same group of people. I've never had that experience before. Yeah, I know. And I think that's, we can start there and say that's probably one of the drawbacks for for a large group. Well, it's, you know, everything has its flip sides of positives and negatives. And so, yes, one of the things is with a large group is like everything's planned for you because it has to be, 
you know, it has to be planned out where you're staying because not every albergue, especially especially the municipal ones, will ca- you know cater to groups, and so you kind of have to go with a private route if you're going to do a group. Mm-hmm. And um, you and if you have you know 17 people, you have to have that planned out ahead of time so that you know exactly where everybody's staying, so you're not hustling for a last minute place to stay with 17 people. So that's, you know, I, for those who like to have everything structured and ready to go and, and no questions about where you're staying and how, you know, and no worry about if you're going to have a bed at the end of the day group, you know, walking with a group is actually not too bad. Uh, But then you end up, you know, staying with the same people, you know, day after day and night after night. And it can be, it can be challenging. You know, you have to, if you, if there's any particular person within that group that you, you don't feel like you want to walk with, or you feel like you're not getting along, it's, you can't really leave them behind. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's just kind of like going on vacation, you know, with an extended family. Right. Same, you know, same issues arise, you know, that like some, you know, some people in the family, they want to do something. Other people in the family, they want to go out and do something else. And there might be a little bit of tension here and there. But, you know, in the large scheme of things, you're still a family and you still stick together. Yeah, that's true. Um, I had, so I'd led um, a group of, for the most part, 20-year-olds. Um, and this is something I noticed on the Camino. There are a lot of groups on the Camino during the summer, especially. A lot of school groups, a lot of um, youth, you know, whether it's college or high school Um and I, I noticed that the groups, yes, there definitely is some animosity as being part of a group for some pilgrims. They, they can't stand it because groups tend to be loud and unruly, especially if they're a young group. And uh, so I actually was on uh, the Camino Forum this week and somebody was uh, complaining about an American group of teenagers and how loud and, and all that. Um, and it just, you know, it's... I, I was just uh, kind of responded with, you know, I just led a group and there were certain nights that my group was loud and, and excited and um, happy to be where they were and had a good day and maybe were celebrating a little too much. And I was like, oh boy, we're going to get kicked out of this day. All of us, all 17 of us will be sleeping on the streets tonight. But then there are certain days that our group was praised for being you know, upstanding Camino citizens, if you would. And like, well, some days we were good and some days we were bad, but you know, they still had um, a good time and still got what they wanted out of the Camino. Yeah. But you know what? I I would like to add to that, to the comment that you just made that um, I have been on many pilgrimages, you know, where younger, um, young, you know, younger people, have gone in groups, whether it's a school or a college or, you know, middle school uh, or, you know, or perhaps, you know, like a parochial group. And I have to tell you, for those of us that tend to walk alone, you know, or perhaps, you know, with like a friend, when you get to see the joy that they're experiencing, it's quite uplifting. You know, oh, yeah. it's, you know, it's just to hear the laughter and hear the joy and just, you know, see the experience just bursting out of them, that joy that, 
all of us feel um, when we are on the Camino. I do recall a particular um, group of Spanish children. They must have been, oh, I don't know, anywhere between 13 and 15 years of age. And they must have been about 40 or 50. And, you know, they were doing the Camino. And, you know, I was out in Santiago. And I remember this this lovely young man that had a, a large, you know, piece of cardboard and, and it said, I'm so happy I give out free hugs. <laughs> you, you know, and it's it, just to see that, you know, it just kind of makes you, you know, believe again in, you know, in that joy that all of us can feel when when we're connected, you know, and especially yeah, when we're it's... connected by our faith. You know, many of us have different ways of expressing it, you know, and that is. I don't know. I guess just the joy of, of youth, you know, can just, if we're open up to it, you know, can be very um, jovial and, and, and it can be, you know, very good to, um, for many of us, you know, old people like me, ancient people like mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, well, and, and I, um, I had the experience. So I, I, I had 13 young women with me and, was it 13? 12 young women and three young men with me. And, um, a lot of, a lot of people who walked in my group, um, decided to bring a friend along with them. And I remember one, um, best friend team, if you would, um, two girls and they were like, one was like, you know, Hey, I can't wait to do this. And her friend was like, I'm just going because she's going. And, um, this friend had a, a horrible day, like, uh, like walked to the top of a sobrero. I had, it was, you know, had a, not such a great experience with that. And then had, um, an issue come up that made the, the rest of like the next day even equally as horrible. And I'm like, Oh no, this is not, this is not what she signed up for. Uh-huh. And then I remember, I will remember this probably as one of the things that I remember most about this particular last Camino, which is seeing her at the pilgrim mass, just glowing, just glowing with, with joy. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, like I said, she was like, this wasn't her idea of fun. This wasn't her idea to begin with. She was just coming along to support her friend. And, but, you know, you could see, you know, just the, um, she got, she probably got out more than she bargained for out of this, which I will always remember. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing about, you know, um, being a pilgrim and it doesn't really matter, you know, whether you're out walking on an ancient route or, you know, you continue living the pilgrim life in, you know, in, in your everyday life is that when you are open to um, the unexpected, and God, you know, shows in mysterious ways, when you open up your heart and you open up your mind and you set up your expectations aside, you know, the most incredible things happen. You know, the oh. the experience is just magnified, you know, um, you just, you know, like up here in the uh, Arizona desert, you know, for example, sometimes, you know, it's like you're thinking, oh, my God, you know, the desert, you know, it's like so barren, this and that. And then you just kind of go out, you know, for a drive and, you know, you're looking at the desert in bloom and it's gorgeous. 
yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous and lush and just beautiful. And it's pretty much the same thing, you know, on, um, you know, on the Camino. If you are open, you will experience things that you otherwise would not. Wouldn't. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, you know, and going with a group means that you have a chance to get to know people that are in your group on a level that you may not have had mm -hmm. before in your regular life, you know, cause you know, I took university students, so they're all, maybe they knew some, somebody from class or they went to class with, you know, a couple people within the group, but it was a chance to meet people, um, on a different level. And, uh, you know, it's such a special experience. And then to go back home to the same house or in the same city, mm -hmm. And then be able to, you know, have somebody to talk to after the Camino, you know, that had the same, almost the same ex exact experience you did. Mm -hmm. It's it's special. It's very special. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the other day I was with um, the other instructor who was my other group leader. And we ran into one of the girls that we had, who had just been on there. And it was like, you know, that special moment. I'm like, oh, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Are you adjusting well? You know, and it was... Like, you know, we've shared this, this experience now and it's, you know, every time we see that person, it'll, it'll just be, you know, a nice remembrance and mm -hmm. bonding moment. I, I have to say though, that I really do admire you, you know, for doing this because I don't know that I would actually be able to do it in all honesty. <laughs> Um, you know, I walk in a relaxed manner and I stop and I talk to people and, um, you know, it's, it's like, I never, I just kind of go with the flow, you know, primarily yeah. I go with the flow. And sometimes, you know, it's like, ah, I'll just walk, you know, five miles. And then the next, the next day I'll walk 20, you know, you just, well, you I, just never know. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that, um, at 55, I really don't know that I could actually keep up the pace with, um, mm -hmm. young college students. Well, and I think that's, you're hitting on the, the other, um, ways that people enjoy the Camino, which is solo. Like that's a definite benefit of going by yourself is you don't have to, you know, if you're physically not able to walk, you know, 20, you know, uh -huh. 20 kilometers a day, or you, uh -huh. you're sick and you need to slow down and take a rest day, or you're, you know, you feel like you're walking too slow and you need to speed it up, or maybe you want to keep you know, you've met somebody different and you want to go ahead with them for a day or two and, and then you decide you don't want to, then you can, you know, slow it down. So, you know, you have that luxury of, oh, you know what, I'm going to stay where I'm going to stay tonight and nobody has to make that decision for me mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll make that decision when I get there. And, um, and so there's a definite freedom in that, mm -hmm. that you don't get with a group. Um, yeah, experience. And, and you know what? I'm not really um, sure what the experience with others is, but my own personal experience has been um, whenever I have been on pilgrimage on my own, it's always been a journey of self-discovery. Um, mm -hmm. And it's so, you know, and sometimes, you know, the journey of self-discovery, you know, can be, you know, can be very difficult, you know, but it's also very freeing. Um, you know, and you discover strengths that you didn't know you had, uh, you discover frailties that you did not know you had, um, you rely far more on God's grace on you 
you know, mm-hmm. than, you know, than like, you know, with others, you know, like, you know, like I said, you know, like in a, you know, in a large group. And I will compare that, um, for example, to going to mass. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I love going to mass with my children. And sometimes it's like, uh, no, I'm going by myself. And yeah, like you need that time alone. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, and in part is, you know, for example, you know, that there are times that I want to get to mass earlier or I want to stay after mass, you know, a little bit longer um, or, you know, I just need to focus and concentrate, you know, on whatever it is, you know, um, that I just kind of need to be, on, you know, that I need to be on my own. That doesn't take away from the fact, you know, that I enjoy, you know, um, like sharing the mass, you know, with, with like my children, um, you know, but they can also go out and, you know, <laughs> do it on their, on their own. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, and it's, it's the same thing as whether, you know, you're on pilgrimage on your own or, you know, you're going out like, you know, with a friend. And, um, I will have to say that probably the, you know, my first Camino is always going to be the most unbelievable incredible experience of of my life my second most memorable was the one that you and i did together in canada you know i can honestly say that um you know we had incredible moments we had fabulous moments you know we also had our difficulties you know but it's like we kept pushing ahead and we kept going and going and going and because of it um, we have been able to string our, our friendship, you know, mm-hmm. our, our sisterhood as pilgrims, our faith has, you know, deepened. Um, and, you know, that is seriously, you know, one of my favorite pilgrimages. And, you know, you have to relive that in a couple episodes absolutely. because I think people need to know more about that pilgrimage. I haven't than keeping up to, I know that this year they're doing a um, reunion for all pilgrims who walk this trail mm-hmm. in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ooh, if I spoke better French, that'd be fun to go to that. My French but, since our last podcast has not improved just for your information. <laughs> it's still as bad as it ever was, but I'm trying. Yeah. 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 Um, I, this is so the, the class that I am, that our pilgrimage, my pilgrimage is part of, it's just wrapping up um, as we're, it was an eight week course. So three of it was on the Camino and then five of it was studying um, sociology, um, sociology uh, of pilgrimage. So it was a very social sciences oriented course. And I got to say, one of the great things that I, that comes from taking this group is I get to, and, and having it as part of a class is they've written out their, uh, reflections of what it was like for them at the beginning and then at the end. Oh, wow. And I gotta say that there's more than one of my students that was like, if I would have known how this was going to be at the very beginning, I would have walked it by myself. I think I would have gotten more out of it by walking it by myself. Wow. But you know, when, when I, when I was recruiting for this trip, you know, I'll, a lot of them didn't, you know, it's kind of one of those hindsight is 50, 50 mm-hmm. or 50, 50 or, you know, 20, 20, whatever. Yeah. My mixing my metaphors here. Um, and I don't think they would have realized, you know, uh, that early that 
they could do it by themselves. I think a lot of people need to have the experience with other people as, cause it's scary. It's, it's really scary to go out there by yourself and like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. I'm going to go do this by myself. Um, some people need that scaffolding, need that uh-huh. extra, uh-huh. um, support to get through it uh-huh. and that's okay so i'm you know if you're considering if any of our listeners are considering walking the camino and they're trying to figure out okay do i want to walk as a group and there are plenty of play of um tour companies that will offer that to you um and depending on what kind of camino you want there are places that do women only uh-huh. caminos if you're looking for that and then there's places that do offer um, yoga <laughs> every day that you're into that um, and there are places that offer mass if, and you know maybe a priest every day if you're into that um, it and then there are places that you know there are groups and tour guides that offer like the really chic um, you know picnic lunches and um, really stellar co- accommodations other than albergues and a little more um uh, uh, refinements, I guess you could say, uh-huh. or there's um, other companies that will help you have as as an authentic pilgrimage as um, the next person. Uh-huh. So you know, if you want more advice about that, you know, we can definitely either revisit that in future episodes, or we can um, you can you can figure out a way to um, answer some of those questions if you want to know. Because uh-huh. um, I would definitely um, so I'll, I'll give a shout out to my tour operator because i did go with a tour operator um and his name was Rui, and they he and his wife uh yolanda operate um utrea esusa out of um out of uh spain and um most of their um clientele are older americans so they offer <laughs> they offer the uh the casa rurales they offer hotels and they offer you know meals paid for and you know, a, a little more support, but, um, for, he also, um, I've been working with him, um, on this project. Cause I said, I don't want my, I don't want my students to have, uh, the, uh, the experience of, of a privileged American. I want them to have a more humbling experience <laughs> to put it. I mean, it's, it, that sounds horrible, but I'm like, I want them to have a, an experience of a normal program on the Camino de Santiago as, as much as possible. And that, if that means, you know, staying in albergues that are less than, you know, four star, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. You know, cause that's where they actually, we stayed in several lovely albergues and we stayed in a few that they'll definitely have stories to tell about that experience. Cause you know, it wasn't what it was all cracked up to be. And, you know, and, uh, it, so they'll still have that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you, so, you know what part of the um, part of the whole Camino experience, you know, and like, you know, being a pilgrim is that it it is really a reflection, you know, of our faith, uh, of yes. who we are as people and who we are as Catholics, you know, in terms of, you know, being humble and uh, being grateful for everything that is, you know, being, you know, given to us of being of service to others, you know, um, you know, because you just never know, you know, when, when you are going to be, you know, like needed, um, you know, to assist or, or help someone, you know, and it's also about, you know, understanding, um, you know, and whenever we get annoyed, you know, with like others, 
you know, it's like, how many times do you have to forgive? You know, 70 times seven. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you will get annoyed on the, on pilgrimage. Yeah. It's just kind of a, it's, it's, it goes along with it. It goes along with the whole high highs and the low lows mm-hmm. of, of this kind of mm-hmm. pilgrimage is not supposed to be a five star catered every whim experience. It's supposed to be, you know, it, it's supposed to be, um, it's a micro, a hard, um, yeah, it's a microcosm of life. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's a microcosm in life. I mean, you know, it's, uh, in our everyday life, you know, we find struggles, you know, whether they're financial or with family or with the home or with illness or, you know, things, you know, unexpected things. The Camino is exactly that. It's exactly that. And just in 30 days, you know, if you want to go and do the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to touch more on on, uh, the Camino de Santiago in our, in another episode too. We're going to, I mean, that's basically when we're talking about pilgrimage, sometimes we, that's kind of like, we talk about the Camino, but we also talk about other things. So we, we tend to default Camino because that's our experiences, mm-hmm. but we're, we're going to talk about other pilgrimages and it all kind of, they're different, but they're also the same in a lot of different ways. Okay. Um, so uh, what do you think the benefit of taking just one or two other people with you on pilgrimage what do you think that how's that different than going solo or with a group or is it um you know i think it's a different experience um i think it when you go with one more person or perhaps you know two others um you know it really kind of forces you to um think as a team you know about Uh cooperation um about watching out for each other Um, you know, also resolving conflict in some cases, you know, we come out stronger because of it. In other cases, you know, we come to realize, you know, that it's not what we thought in some cases, you know, friendships like ours, you know, they deepen, uh, in -hmm. other cases, you know, friendships just like disappear, you know, because they were not built on a solid foundation. Right. You know, and the other thing, too, is that and that's one of the things about like the Camino that, um, you know, they say that when things become very difficult, that's when you know who your true friends are. And Mm -hmm. that happens, you know, that happens a lot also, like on the Camino, just like it happens in, you know, in real life, you know, that, um, you know, you really, truly realize who are the people that are not only solid on the inside, but they're also pretty solid with you. And when you are able to discover uh, those friendships and see the value of those friendships, you treasure them. Oh, yeah. You know what? I had something very special happen to me um, while I was on this last group pilgrimage. Um, And it has to do with the... So... Time before um, my second uh, Camino was, I took a friend with me, and she's still a good friend. And um, but I we met this uh, Dutch woman, um, Esther, and Esther and I ended up walking the entire Camino together. Whereas my friend that I brought with me from the United States, she and I had to separate for a little time so that we can not you know hate each other on the end of the Camino. <laughs> we had to get some space, and that happens. Um, 
So she did her own Camino and I did my own Camino and it worked out just fine. Uh, but Esther joined me for two days on, on my, uh, Camino. Uh, she came out and, oh, wow. and walked with me for two, and it was fabulous because it was like an old friend joining you on the Camino mm-hmm. and we, we walked two days together and, and I told her next year because I have to, I, I'm already planning for next year because I'm doing the, uh, Portuguese route. I'm doing it back to back, um, two different groups. And, uh, we'll see if I actually get this accomplished. And, uh, I'm like, you need to go with me next time. So, you know, I, I've gotten to the point of being able to invite people to go with me. I did miss, I have to admit that I, one thing I missed about being part of a group that I wish I could have had more as the individual experience was I felt like I didn't encounter as many other people other than my group. I, I would have loved to have met more people from other countries or other walks of life other than dealing with people within my group. Mm-hmm. And that's just, just part of being part of the group. You know, I met some lovely people. I would have appreciated walking with them a little more, but I just didn't have the opportunity to do that because I was, you know, mama, mama hen for, for, uh, you know, 16 people who had never walked the Camino before in their life. Then, then again, mm-hmm. just think about, you know, the incredible gift that you gave all those young people. Oh, I, I you know, and that was the one thing I'm like, I really hope that as, as a group leader, I really hope that they get out of the Camino. Um, you know, I, I always hope that they, you know, uh, have a experience with God and their faith deepens, mm-hmm. you know, and their relationship with God deepens, but I can't control that. And I, you know, that's just my Catholicness kind of wanting that to happen. And that, and the reality is, is some of my students were not, um, were agno- agnostic or, um, atheist. Mm-hmm. And I had to be okay with that. But I also wanted them to have the self-confidence and self-knowledge and, and the self-love that, you know, accepting who you are as a person, flaws and all, and knowing you can, you can do this. You can set one foot in front of the other. You can walk past difficult situations and, and emerge on the other side triumphant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they all learned. I think that was the biggest gift I think the Camino has to offer, no matter what your religious values mm-hmm. are. And, and, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure most of them got that. It's like, oh yes, I, I can do whatever I set my mind to. You know what is, um, I was just, you know, thinking, just kind of reminiscing of the experiences, you know, that like I have had and that they have stuck with me is that if any of your students um, just look at a stranger and smile and that in itself, you know, is going to change that person's day, you know, right. Um, if, if they just like see a stranger that is having like a very difficult time and it's like, Hey, do you need a hug? You know, for no other reason than just to be of service. I think you did your job and I'm pretty sure that you did it extremely well. Well, thank you. I, I, I always hope, you know, I'm sure I had some flaws, but everybody does. Um, one more thing before we wrap up, and this is, I don't want to end on a negative note, but I, I want to point an observation, which is the people who brought, I had two couples on my trip. 
So two romantic couples. And like my biggest fear was, please don't break up. Because we talked about that earlier. Like, please, please, please don't break up. Because there's no way I can safely, you know, have you mm-hmm. leave the, the group if you can't get along with this other person. And um, we didn't, I'm happy to say that both of our couples survived. Yay! <laughs> Yay! But I also noticed that they were glued at the hip. And I... And I know this is probably my Camino and not their Camino, but I was I was hoping they would be a chance for them to walk by themselves occasionally and have their own experience as opposed to where's my partner? I need to have my partner with me every step of the moment. And then again, if they didn't kill each other on the Camino, chances are they're going (laughs) to stick it out. Yeah. Well, and I I, one of my um, youngest students, they were. Uh, this cute little couple and I'm like they're gonna get married and have babies they're gonna have pretty babies and it's just kind of happy realization that this is like the beginning of that lifelong partnership I hope mm-hmm. you know but I'm being all poetic and romantic and not very realistic but it's it's nice to think that way absolutely yeah but anyway we're gonna have to wrap this up because we're going to um talk about the Camino a little bit more in upcoming episodes but until then we wanted to wish every single one of you a Buen Camino and remember find the sacred in everyday life